a fucking, huh? if there's a fucking, my rant about the match, I don't care if it's a display of fucking athleticism. Sure. There's a new fucking movie. As you say, it's a Terminator movie. In the first scene, he gets shot, but then he comes back. And in the second scene, he gets blown up, but he comes back. And then in the next scene, oh, cruise missile up the ass, but he lives through <laughs> that too. And then by the end, they're just setting off fucking hydrogen bombs on him, but he keeps fucking walking through it. You're going to walk out, and you're going to say, hey, that was some pretty sweet CGI, but the storyline was fucking retarded. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. I know. Yeah, sorry, I, I, didn't, fucking, I didn't mean I, to... No, you're fine. I know wrestling's I not real. I also fucking know that William <laughs> Shatner never lived in fucking outer space. I know that fucking Mark Wahlberg never visited a fucking reboot of a planet with apes. I know Arnold's not a fucking Terminator. God damn it. Those aren't fucking real either. But they don't yeah. fucking just suspend all the fucking rules. Bullshit. <laughs> you are totally the biggest mark. And I have had the brain to see you. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. And all these people are a bunch of stinking bums, aren't you? Reigning United States Heavyweight Champion, Brett Hitman Clark. We ready yet? Yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. Okay. It's, set. it's all that. That's, you're going to get us fucking copyright infringed. <laughs> if I sound that like close to the real so thing. uh hey everybody out there it's welcome <laughs> to the nitro party um t- we're gonna <laughs> that doesn't make sense it's welcome to the nitro party no that's yeah. his name no yes well, you're welcome to the nitro party yes and that's why he says it's welcome to the nitro party. so <laughs> anywho um before we get started on this episode if, if you want to get it ready get it queued up on your uh, on your browser there uh, we're going to be looking today at... On your Netscape Navigator. <laughs> WCW Monday Nitro from January 1st, 1996 from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. But first, just get that pulled up, get that ready to go so you can press play when we tell you. Jesus, your keyboard's loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, Grant and uh, partially myself, I think... Uh, did you watch any of Starcade? No, I couldn't. So I just couldn't make it happen. Twins. Couldn't make it happen. Um, we're going to give you a little recap of Starcade 95. So this is going to be the pay-per-view that happened between the last episode and this episode. So just to keep us caught up on the storyline, we've got a recap of Starcade 95 from uh, Nashville, Tennessee at the Municipal Auditorium uh, <laughs> on December... Thank you for that. You're welcome. December 27th, 1995. Attendance to Starcade 95 was 8,200. 6,000 paid, so a pretty good ratio to paid tickets to non-paid tickets. The buy rate for Starcade 95 was only a .36, which equals out to about 75,000 buys, which is, of the three pay-per-views we've looked at, uh, Halloween Havoc was 120,000 buys, World War III was 90,000 buys, Starcade only seventy five thousand. So the numbers are going down. So that's. I a mean, big really, old... if you think about it, Needs... I mean, we've just this this pay per view was not hyped at all. No, Needs... like there's been a couple. Of, I mean, remember Halloween Havoc every yeah five seconds, because there's there a goddamn monster truck. It needs more Logan. monster trucks. It was almost like Bischoff was like, I'm not gonna allow these foreigners to make money on my time. Yeah, I'm I gonna... guess. I mean, in theory, and 
most of the matches I watched were were pretty damn. There was there was a couple matches which were potential, like match of the match of the year almost. I know the uh, Eddie Guerrero um, match was was in my opinion the match of the card. But we'll get into that. We're uh, Grant's gonna run down uh, Starcade '95 for you. So Grant, what? <laughs> that means go, you fuck. Oh, why didn't you say go? Because we're professionals. <laughs> I'm pretty yes, sure. I'm pretty sure I'm not. Right, um, anyway, yeah, Starcade '95. I looked up the history of this because your 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 explanation for what the fuck that means didn't suit me. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> there was a, a like a variety show or something called Starcade, and it was it was uh, an arcade show. Oh yeah, that was it. It was the video game show, and uh, so they just added an R to that and made it one word. Mm-hmm. I wondered why it had two R's. Yeah, Starcade was a 1980s video arcade machine game show. No shit. Yeah, pretty awesome actually. It was. Does anyone remember Video Power? Yes. Yeah. How about that? that? Awesome. Was that the one on Nickelodeon where they like went into the? That's the the one with Captain N, right? No, no, no. So Video Power had two formats. The first format was that there were. There were kids. In, <laughs> there were kids in the audience who would ask video game questions to stump the guy. Yeah, uh, okay. I then, do. I do remember that. And then they'd play. They'd play the arcade game for high score, and then they'd do like a, maybe a head-to-head with the top two guys, and then the winner would go through the maze. And there was you wore like a Velcro vest, and you just stick video right. games and accessories to you. And if you if you made it through the maze, if you made it to the end, if you didn't, you kept all your gear, whatever you got. But if you did, they gave you a fucking Neo Geo. Sweet. But then the those were... but then the the second format was just a cartoon show, and it was the Tomato from Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. No, 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 oh, no that no, was no. Captain. It, no, no, it wasn't. It was Quirk. It was a puzzle game. No, no, no. it was the no. Tomato because they would call him Tomato, and he yeah, would, Quirk they... was a goddamn tomato. Was Quirk a tomato? Yes, Quirk was a fucking tomato. Oh, you're right. Quirk it was a tomato. It was Quirk, the guy from Iron Sword, the guy from Narc, uh, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Uh, yeah, and maybe a few other and guys. And Mister Big was the bad guy. Maybe. But the whole gimmick was they if you if you like touched them with their video game cartridge, they would go back in. Gotcha. See, the the one I was thinking of was Nick Arcade, yes. where there was the game show where yes. they actually like went into the the game at the end. You know, right? You went into the green screen game, and if the you couldn't figure out how green screen worked, you just looked like a fucktard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other guy in uh, in that show was Tyrone from Double Dribble. Double Dribble. There we go. <laughs> Double Dribble. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Stargate '95. We have fucking went off the rails. So, <laughs> what's this podcast about? <laughs> We should just make it wrestling and video games. 90s, So it starts over with a voiceover package of a guy that talks like this for no reason. (laughs) And so that was kind of annoying. (laughs) Although had they played that package a bunch and like advertised, they probably could have got more fucking buys than six. Anyhow, um, I'm just going through my fucking notes. Shivani, Heenan, we got them back, so that's fucking great. And then we got Dusty Rhodes, who I believe... Yes! Who I believe named most of the good WCW pay-per-views. I believe Halloween Havoc, Starcade, uh, Fall Brawl, uh, Super Brawl, I think, and uh, Spring Stamp. Anything yeah, with alliteration. alliteration was Bash, Spring Stampede. Bash at the Beach. Um, anyhow, um, Rhodes early on he promised us clubbering 
and Heine kicking. So Clubbing and Heine kicking. Maybe. One thing I noticed on this show was that Dusty Rhodes was totally unintelligible for most of it. It was like it was like purpose. They really let the announcers kind of play their announcer gimmicks. Um, they do a Sting Luger angle tease um, and remind us all that Savage is is hurt. That was good. It was kind of a good catch up with what the angles are. Um, especially since, well, I mean, the sting Luger one kind of gets rammed down your throat, but not nearly as much as like the the Yeti and the monster truck shit shit did. So it was a good good recap. I wasn't annoyed by it. Um, within like three minutes, we're out to the Benoit Jushin Thunder Liger match. Um, That'd be good. It's good. They talk about they kind of recap really the whole lead up to this. They talk about Heenan setting everything up selling out that Japan's going to win. And, um, you know, there was just, there was a ton of shit on that angle that they could have played up more. I think, I think WCW, a lot of their shit at this time, their angles and the stuff going on, it just gets fucking diluted. Um, and you don't really know what's going on. There's a lot of angles that never play out or they mention it for half a second on TV and they don't really flush it right. very far. Sort of, sort of like the Craig Pitt. That's exactly thing. what it's I like, was just thinking. Why the hell are we doing this? Yeah, no. Um, Heenan, racist as can be. Um, oh, yeah. It's entertaining. So um, I have I have here on the card, did you get the two dark matches or were those not on the network? I did not get the two dark matches. First, two dark, first dark match was DDP over Dave Sullivan. Okay. okay. Second match was the American Males defeated the Blue Bloods. Okay, first match you already mentioned, Liger versus Benoit. Could have been match of the night, except the finish was kind of botchy. Yeah. But you put those two guys together, I mean, you can't fuck it up too bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was super technical. We see a bow and arrow at one point, which Rhodes refers Hmm. to as an uncle-in situation. I almost spit oh, beer no. all over the keyboard. Um, yeah, Liger beats Benoit after, and this is my note, Liger beats Benoit after confusing distraction from Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Sullivan will, runs out just because. Well, because him and then. Because he's pissed that Benoit's fucking his wife. Fucking his <laughs> um, Yeah, no, and they play it off that um, it's because um, Pillman was fucking with Sullivan. and Right, he, he bad-talked the Dungeon of Doom. Right. Um, and then there's an Eddie Guerrero interview. Guerrero's super fucking young. Green as hell on the mic. I mean, he's, I, I hate I hate Eddie Guerrero as white meat plucky baby face. Yeah, yeah. Be a freaking mm-hmm. dirty cheat to win heel, and I'll love yeah, you. Yeah, no, they they sell the shit of him at, uh, shit out of him as a face. Um, and then what's the next one? Oh, um, um, I have uh, match four. I have Koji Kanemoto yeah. over uh, Alex Wright in a pretty good match. No, it's a good match. Uh, Kanemoto's uh, IWGP junior heavyweight champ at the time. Um, so that's no, it's good. Um, a few a few fun notes from this. They mention Hogan suspended. Um, they talk about he. This is a good inside thing if you follow wrestling. Um, they talk about, Heenan's talking about how the Japanese, they're not pushovers. They came over here. They got used to the time. They've been here for two weeks. They got used to the time change. They decided they needed to get used to the altitude change. They've, so they they've been the, training in the Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains, to which, to which uh, uh, Shivani responds, no one wrestles in the Smoky Mountains. And this is the last year Smoky Mountain Wrestling had just folded up. Oh, oh no shit! Okay, nice. I didn't get that. I didn't get that nice. reference. Yeah, okay. yeah. As soon You're as bought out by Vince, as as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's 
And so, yeah, I checked, and 95 was the last year for Smokey. So that little, was... well, that's where uh, Lance Storm and Chris Jericho got their start. Thrill Seekers. They yeah. were kind of a rockers knockoff. Uh-huh. Um, they kind of went their separate ways after that. Yeah, no, decent technical match. Kanemoto wins. He wins clean. Um, and then we got Chono versus Luger. Uh, in parentheses, I wrote why. Um, there's a lot of Lugerin in this match. I mean, you just you know yeah. what you're going to get with Luger match. Um, yeah. And it's it's a lot of that. It's Chono's not necessarily someone who's going to make Luger look like ten million bucks. Luger's definitely one thing. Masahiro Chono wasn't he the leader of the Japanese he, he NWO? Was NWO Japan, yeah, him and Muda. He's like the Hogan of the NWO back then. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's my note. Is a lot of Lugerine win by torture rack. Hilarious. One thing I noticed there is how. Sues. One thing I noticed there is how huge Masa Chono is. Yeah. Like he's. He's almost big bigger dude. than Luger. He's thick. He's a he's a Fucking thick, stocky, tall guy. Uh, yeah. Um, so next next we have Johnny. Probably the worst match of the card. Johnny B. Bad versus Masa Saito, the Torture Master. Yeah. Uh, Johnny B. Bad wins by bullshit DQ. Yep. Yep. It's a it's an over the top throwout because so yeah. Ba- Sonny Ono's he- fucking with him on the on the rope. And and yeah. Um, uh, Saito hits him and knocks him over. The basically, basically, they played it up as Saito doesn't understand the rules, right? Right, because mm. he's from Japan. One, the only thing that saved that match is um, Kimberly Page's outfit yeah. and oh. spank bank material. <laughs> we'll just say that. Uh, before that match, there was a good yeah. Sting interview. It's entertaining, like a Sting interview. Um, and then right after this match, Luger gives what I think is his best interview ever. Like legit good. I know. Like I know. I good. watched it, but I can't really remember the uh, I, content of it. He might be reading off something, but whatever he's reading off of is face height, <laughs> so it's not obvious. It's not obvious. He's looking at a teleprompter. Right. No. It's it's good. It's like I said, the best Luger interview ever. If you're a Luger fan, check. And you're out. being serious. You're not being sarcastic. I'm really not. I know. I can't <laughs> say this. Sincere. I can't say this in a fashion that anyone's going to believe that I'm being sincere. But I I really am. Best Luger interview ever. So good job, Luger, if you're out yeah, there listening. Um, oh, Next uh, we have Otani Shinjiro. Yeah. Shinjiro Otani defeats Eddie Guerrero in what I think is the match of the card. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of good matches. Even the Johnny B. Bad match. I mean, it wasn't great because he's a little bit sloppy. Not necessarily a good machine of styles. Um, but really a solid card up to this point. And this match is good. Um Otani wins via a series of confusing roll-ups. Yeah, there was sort of a roll-up series. One thing, going back to the Johnny B. Bad match, I will point out, after the match, there's this bullshit DQ finish. Johnny B. Bad goes to do his bad day, flip to the outside, and just kind of brushes up against um, Saito, and Saito sells it like death. Yeah. And he <laughs> barely, like, he just grazes him. Yeah. So kind of a botchy uh, end of that match. Um, next we have Randy Savage defeats Tenzon, who's yes. still still wrestling in New Japan. Yeah, he's one of the uh, kind of legends. Yep. Yeah. And Tenzon. Um, pretty, pretty much Savage gets the hell beat out of him for seven minutes. Right. Hits a clothesline, hits an elbow drop, wins the match. Um, so. and then uh, yeah, so so Murica wins the World Cup. Well, they didn't win the World Cup. It was tied 3-3, three to three, oh, and yeah. then Sting, yeah, Sting yeah. beat Sorry. Suzuki Sasaki to win the World Cup. Yeah, I Cup. forgot about the Sting match. With a, beats him with a Scorpion Deathlock. Really, 
Good match. I actually like the way they work together. Yeah. Um, Sting kicked out of Sasaki's finisher. Yep. Sasaki hits a sort of um, brain buster type finisher, and he poses and postures and doesn't mm. pin him right away, and Sting yeah. kicks yeah, out. That'll get you. So I did not watch the last two matches on the card. So, so here was my big question: Is how's this triangle match going to work? Triangle matches are tough. They're tough to make look good. You got to have the right guys. So we're not we're not talking about a triple threat match, right? That's different, right? It is. So, and I, the names have kind of become interchangeable. Um, so yeah, in this one, you've got two guys in, one man on the outside. Okay, so it's a tag type situation. Tag type situation. Okay. Anyone can tag the out guy. Gotcha. Um, so that's interesting. I think that works better with these. I guys. don't. Nec- I don't necessarily hate that. No, like, I, I think that works better with these guys. Um, anyhow, um, Flair Sting's getting torture racked by Luger. Luger drops him. I think Flair rolls out, and then Flair, who's arguing with the referee, referee gets bumped. Flair Flair throws Luger out. And wakes the ref up and wins by countout. So good finish for Flair because it's a dirty finish. Yeah, I don't hate like usually I'm booing the shit out of countout stupid ass finishes like that. One thing I did see on the finish is where um, Luger like keeps Sting from going back in the ring. He like grabs him. Yeah, maybe you know he doesn't know what's going on and he causes them both to get counted out. Yeah, so that was good, and then. Um... Yeah, then we got main event, so it's going to be Savage Flair. It's it's a good Flair. It's better than Flair Savage match we just saw. Um, Horsemen come in. There's a really good spot you should probably go back and watch. Um, I saw it last week, Grant. By the way, last week. Last week. <laughs> don't, don't ruin the magic. No, we're recording this right after that, and then there's one week break. Anyhow, <laughs> um, there's a good spot where Pillman comes in. And Savage grabs him. He's on the top ropes. Savage grabs him on the top like he's going to throw him off. And as he throws him, Benoit climbs through the ropes and is running across the ring. And Savage throws him right into Benoit. And they hit, like, shoulder and head. And both oh, like down. legit? No, that I, sounds like... I think, it's a, I think it's a planned spot. And they just make it look really fucking good. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So he... And then... Arn Anderson comes in and fucking cheats and knocks Sting or knocks uh hits Savage hits Savage not, yeah hits Savage knocks him out and then throws Flair on top of him so Flair wins again so his second dirty win of the night Flair twelve time world yeah, champion twelve at that let's point. get a woo, woo for that um woo. so Fl- so Flair's world champ for the twelfth time going into this Nitro I will point out there was actually a dark match after the main event in which one man gang defeated Suzuki Sasaki for the US title. That, like who that, stays for that? that well, it, it's a thing. Is what I was going to say. They were uh it was basically one of those things that they taped for to show later. Is it like on a worldwide or something? Something, yeah. So so that's Starcade 95. Go check it out. It wasn't a horrible show. It's kind of interesting to see the new Japan guys work with the WCW guys. So um so that's your we're, we're caught up on storyline. So everybody that's got your Ugh. WCW Monday Nitro from January 1st, 1996, have that pulled up. Are you ready, Grant? Real quick. Um attendance to this show is 6,000, 3600 paid. The rating for Nitro was a 2.5. Raw was a 2.6, so Raw takes this week. Uh-oh. Just 
to give some background or some uh, comparison to this ratings deal, I, I went back and looked up some recent uh, Monday Night Raw ratings. The May 9th, 2016 Raw, I think is the one where Dean Ambrose came out with Jericho's jacket on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is what wrestling's trying to hit on, drew a 1.1. So there's... See, the thing is, with Nielsen ratings today, like, they don't make any... They're arbitrary because people don't... That that still just goes off of TV TV, ratings. Yeah, there's people watching on the network, you know... Torrenting it. it. Yeah, yeah, stealing it. Still, what was the rating? A 1.13. Okay, so fucking double it, a 2.2. Yeah, and that's about pretty similar... Toward 95. Compared to 99, whenever Raw was pulling eights on average, though. Yeah. I mean, on, on, um, I mean, 95, which this will be our first Nitro of 96. 95, I mean, that's the dark ages yeah, was, of wrestling. wrestling was not good. It was 95. a bad time. And so I, just a little, yeah, just a I, little, uh, and I know we've mentioned this before, but in, in the golden time of the fucking Monday Night Wars, the main event of both shows would pull a 12. Yeah, yeah, which is broken down crazy. Yeah. That last twenty yeah, minutes. Yeah, so pro wrestling, pro wrestling was doing a twenty for Nielsen rating some nights for the for the last twenty the, minutes. The best ratings for wrestling was in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, the reason being there was three channels. Wrestling was literally drawing drawing fifty right. Nielsen rating. Like, like the, the racing, the rating was fifty. <laughs> wow. So, um, just a little background as far as the ratings game goes. So everybody, uh, have your nit- nitro from January first, nineteen ninety six, pulled up on the network and press play in three, two, one, play. Nitro <laughs> TNT <laughs> prescriptions. Hogan. I want to go Lights, watch explosions. I- Luger <laughs> mailbox balcony. <laughs> Sting, windows, fire. <laughs> I just came to me. I don't know. Where, oh my God. I just came out of nowhere. I don't know why I did that. Oh, I apologize. Stuff. So, um, Skyscrapers. This is kind of a big deal. We're at the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. That's yeah, a big time the, arena. Not the Georgia Dome, though? Not yet. That's a historic arena. The Omni's where the Atlanta Hawks used to play, and it was around for a really long time. Good point there by Bischoff. This is the Olympic year for Atlanta. Oh, yeah. 96 Olympics coming yeah. there. Oh, they really talk about that in the uh, in, in Starcade at one point also. That is where uh, Kurt Angle won his gold yeah. medal. Oh, yep. really? Yep. Yeah. And I don't was he freestyle or Greco wrestling? Freestyle, I think. He was freestyle. Okay. Stupid dog. Stupid turtleneck Bischoff. Stupid fucking Mongo. stupid just let Heenan talk. Yeah, I, just, think, that, I should... think that dog's a puppet. Look at it this week. <laughs> it's it looks like his hands up its ass. The head is not moving. Like yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> it's like that. It's like that. It's like a taxidermy it's dog. The, it's Little. The, it's the pets dot com. It's like we didn't. They didn't tell us this, but uh, what's his name? Pepe. Is that the dog's yes, name? Pepe yes, died three months ago. Yeah. It's been taxidermy. Hey, Mongo's back wearing Luger's puffy shirt under his oh, jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Return of the pu- bring back the puffy shirt. Shout out to Denny Wade. What up? Who's whoever? <laughs> Denny Wade, if you're out there, come to call us up. Get on the podcast. <laughs> so first match we have Arn Anderson versus Randy Savage due nice. to Arn Double A screwing Savage over at Starcade. So this has potential. Yeah, anything with Arn. 
Uncle Arn. I'm I'm really gonna be sad when here in a year Anderson has to retire. Yeah, it's really a shame. Is he in the Hall of Fame as a singles? No, just as a member of the Horsemen. Shame. Shame. But he's still in there. He's getting paid by him still. He's like he's a road back, agent. He's, he's like one of their head yeah. people. Uh huh. This was ten years ago. Want to kill yourself? This is ten and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was Pets.com. It was the the sock puppet. Remember? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, That was one of the dot com bubble casualties. Yeah, that was that was like the poster Love child for the dot com bust. I'm going to buy one of those. 80s shirts. Tees is getting some horseman shirts. In I it. I saw that. Yeah. It's like I'm probably gonna buy one of yeah. those. That's got to be the best one. We there. should probably get four of them. We probably should. That makes and sense. Just, <laughs> why wouldn't you god damn it so for your wedding we should get those by then we should put those on like at the reception we need, we need to get on that yeah we can get them here in what, three weeks? <laughs> rush delivery heck you can do like the cheapest delivery and get it here by three weeks so randy savage arn anderson two legends of the business that is kind of a nice thing about WCW. You do get some dream matches here. I mean, these guys never wrestled when they were in WWF. Because mm-hmm. they were both heels. Why would they wrestle each other? Arn never wrestled as a singles guy in WWF. I mean, Brain Busters was about... He was, he was in the Fed for a year and a half, two years with Tully. Getting after him. Yep. Not letting him get his jacket off. That's a heel move there. Double A got a good pop there when he came out. Hell yeah, they're in Georgia. We're, we're in Atlanta. Good point. Yep. From Rome, this is, Georgia. This is Anderson territory. They don't make girls like that in Rome. <laughs> and we're outside. Oh, <laughs> I don't think he meant to do that. <laughs> He's like, whoops. And we're out. Dude, crowd's hot for this shit. Hell yeah. It's both these guys can fucking work. You know, watching these the first time, it's almost kind of like you're watching it live because you don't know what happens. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't watching wrestling at this time. I was freaking 11 years old. I'm about two years out from watching wrestling at this point. I mean, I was, but I don't remember every little match. I remember big storylines. I remember big storylines, but I, yeah, this. You watching wrestling was just basically going to your grandma and grandpa's house. Yeah, I didn't have cable. (laughs) Yeah. I I couldn't watch wrestling. I watched it. I watched, once we got satellite, I watched it. I remember being able to watch Channel 24 out of Flora. I was able to watch on like Saturday on mornings there. USWA. Oh, USWA. Yeah. I remember watching USWA. Picking up, was it Evansville Station? Out of Evansville. Yeah. Yeah. God, that makes me sound old. Worldwide used to be Because that's on. like fucking territory shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, USWA, that went to like 97 though. I mean, it was... So... We, I think we already saw it. There's a spot there where Savage stopped the 10 count. Something we don't see ever anymore. Ref's counting. He gets to like seven. Savage rolls back in the ring. Yep. Stops the count, then rolls back out and starts beating on him again. Mm-hmm. It's like good, great psychology, actually following the rules. Sometime in here, Bischoff will give away some raw results, saying that the Smoking Guns won a won a tag match or something. Nice of them. I see an axe handle. Boop. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wonder if the horsemen ever listened to these old broadcasts when they brought McMichaels in because he shit talks the horsemen an awful lot. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> Is it bad that I still clap my hands when I fake elbow somebody? <laughs> so do I. Is it bad that you still fake elbow people? Yes. Yes. The answer to that is yes. Forget the hand clapping. No, the hand clapping's just doing a good job. <laughs> if you're kind of if you're kind of do it, you might as well do it. Do good it job. right. Single arm DDT from the Enforcer working that taped arm. The ring is full of his ring jacket. Glitter. Oh, it's just it's just shredded. Yeah. yeah. No, no, there's glitter all over Anderson. Mm-hmm. So um, Double A is going to start working the arm here. I like strive to like have Arn's body when I'm like retired. Like that's a good like. That's man a good. Body. He's got he's got dad body. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like like Chris Jericho nowadays has a dad body. Yeah, like he's still he, he's he, like he works out, but he can't help the guy because he's forty six. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's still in good shape. Don't get me wrong, but it just looks different. That guy's there again. Does that guy just follow Nitro At this around? Point, like, Is he just like a millionaire and just his buddy's got the savage hat, the phone, the savage phone yeah, hat? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those things yeah. are worth a lot of money on eBay because not many of them survived. I wouldn't yeah, remember. they all get ripped. Are they up. foam? Yeah, they're foam. They're styrofoam. You need. You should have got. I'm telling you, the the uh, Savage's cowboy hats that I he know. that he wore out to the ring. I've I've, I've got an original Sting mask. I'm pretty happy with it. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, yeah. I want the black with hot pink lettering Sting T-shirt with the scorpion on it yeah, for like '93. Yeah. Oh, he's taking the tape off his arm. He's going to break it. He's going to hurt him. Saw what happened last time. Yeah. Fuck him up, Arn. I mean, I like both these guys. I I just have a soft spot for Arn Anderson because he's the most technical bitch in the world. And he... he he's under, the wrestler. He's wrestler. one of the best psychologists. I think that's why I like him so Arn much. Arn Anderson is Southern Wrestling. Yeah. yeah like that's, no, that's, that's Southern Wrestling. Yep. Just a... Rough and tough, good old boy from Rome, Georgia, that likes to drink Budweiser. <laughs> I've been carrying this tire iron around. <laughs> <laughs> Never knew what the use it for. It's like, isn't that the greatest thing you've ever seen? Where he opens the beer with it. There's, I, you guys probably don't remember it. The original making fun of the. I mean, I know we always reference that one, and I like oh, that was the one where he retired and they the made one, fun of him. The yeah. one where they're in the ring. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the original ones. Really good. Yeah, I never actually. I'm the thing of everyone back and watching. The that. story on that is that the horseman didn't. Ca- according to Kevin Nash's kayfabe commentaries interview, mm-hmm. he didn't. Get the horseman didn't care. They thought it was funny until Arn Anderson's family is like, they made you look like a freaking drunk piece of shit. Yeah. So then he, you know, so quite honestly, I'm not a big Kevin Nash guy, but politics mm-hmm. hey ref his feet are under the ropes how about you break the fucking hold <laughs> head banging hogan mark <laughs> i 
Double A still working the arm. He's under the ropes. Break the hold. They're not enforcing that anymore. The rules, people. We live in a society the of rules laws. and a fake thing. Why do you think I watched all those police academy movies <laughs> for fun? Well, I didn't, well, hear, I didn't hear laughing. <laughs> did you? There was that one guy that did all the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why do you think we take you to church to listen to, you know, Captain Watts' name? <laughs> if anybody gets those Simpsons references, call the podcast. You're our type of people. That's right. We should get a, uh, oh, ooh, nice. DDT. Nice. God, DDT still gets over huge. That's like a transitional move nowadays. Yeah. Speaking of like calling the podcast, there's this uh, YouTube show that I watch occasionally. It's about games and stuff. But he uh, got a separate phone line and installed a payphone in his basement. Nice. And he does live shows and people actually call in on his payphone. Call his payphone. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So some, we'll see. I think they show a replay of it. Double A fakes like a left hook and Savage ducks it. And he DDTs him off of that. It's like, when do you see that shit ever? Uh Oh, Oh, ref bump. bump. Oh, knocks. Oh, Oh, sat. Oh. Have you guys ever tried to walk around with uh, brass knuckles in your underpants? Yeah, it's incredibly uncomfortable. I can't say that I've done it. And Savage shoves him back into his. Which is smart. That way, Savage doesn't get DQ'd. That's smart. Oh, Horseman. So Savage gets the win via Arn's own Nucks. I was reading earlier, I think Pillman's gone in like uh, like April or March. Yeah, he. Year. this is his last couple months in the company. Yeah. And then he's he dies in 97. Seven, yeah. Referees, by the way, after the match, don't they don't understand English. That's how you be a good referee. Pretend like you it's don't like, understand English. Like what, huh? I don't know what you're saying, even though you're Benoit really is it. literally screaming at him, and he's probably going to beat his ass backstage. I think Pillman was just signaling, like, raping him in the butt or something. <laughs> like, I, I will fist you. Oh, God. That, I love it. Yeah, this is awesome. Fakes a hook. Oh, Boom. nice. When the fuck do you see that? Nice. That's, like, so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love Heenan covering for him. <laughs> Fucking ball sweat, masking tape, knuckles. Oh, those, what do those smell like? Uh-huh. I always like Savage's straight punches. Yeah, they they look very legitimate. They, they're the bad. same. They're the same style almost as like Terry Funk. Only they look more real. Yeah, which we'll is strange. Terry- because, which is strange because Terry Funk is actually hitting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this has potential. Wow, yeah. Regal Benoit. Two of the legitimate toughest bastards ever. Yeah. I got a piss. Zach has Talk to, amongst himself. Zach has to go pee. You should have done it on our I break know. like I told you to. You should have yeah. went before we left. You should have got a snack. So we have Steven Regal with his um, yes. His manager is Jeeves. I just learned that the other day. Is that his name? Jeeves, yes. Okay. So he's wrestling a singles match. He's not with Earl Bobby Robert Eaton right. as the Blue Bloods. Steven Regal's awesome. I, watching these matches, I kind of have had a newfound appreciation for Steven Regal. 
He's great at his gimmick, and he can wrestle his ass off. He's a little stiff, um, but both these guys can just go 100 mile an hour and never quit. Yeah, for sure. Grant, you have the podcast. I have to grab a beer. Enjoy Benoit's porno music. Hey, everybody. Now it's time to talk about Jesus. Um... Wait, no, it's Jesus. He's a guy that sells drugs in the dumpster. Um, if you need any drugs, uh, the dumpster by my work is really the best place to find him. I don't know if he lives there, if he works out of there, maybe both. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, Regal Benoit, referee with a mustache and a unibrow. That's Randy. That that ref is Randy Eller, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. We I thought it was Mark Curtis, but Mark Curtis doesn't come in till later. They right. kind of have a similar look. And I'm back. Okay, you missed some entertainment. <laughs> I'm sure I did. So this is going to be a very mat-based match, as you could probably uh, guess, based on the participants. Nice head... Oh, there's an awesome head... Watch this headbutt spot. Gets him down on the ground, just starts headbutting the fuck out of him. Yeah. And that's why you have brain damage. (laughs) I love that spot. Yeah. This is a real physical match, as you could probably guess. Hank Aaron? Yes, that's Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank. before. You I was scared him? to death. He's the very first black person I ever saw. <laughs> we went to a Cardinals uh, convention when you I was like six. You fucking met Hank Aaron. He was the, I didn't like, hey, I'm Zach. I was like, there he is. There's Hank oh, Aaron. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> he was at like a signing convention, the very first Cardinals. Okay, something I will like to point out here. This hold that Steven Regal has on Benoit is called a cravat. Mm-hmm. Cravat hold. Cravat-sier. He shows this to Diamond Dallas Page, just fucking around. Yep. And what do you think came out of that? Yep. The diamond cutter. It's the cutter. Yeah, so that yeah. was that hold. Steven Regal's just, I mean, Diamond Dallas Page is a student of the game trying to learn stuff. Regal's showing him this hold, you know. He turns it into the diamond cutter. So it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's Steven Regal for wrestling. Pretty much. Someone Regal. Should, someone should should flesh that out. That might be a thing. I would just be. like to point out that Zach is not a racist. He was a six year old kid. Oh yeah, sir. He, he, he didn't know where out of he, context. He, don't don't take six. If you grew up where we grew up, you would understand. It's we just, we don't have a lot of diversity in our town, or any really. So. After Eccles moved, yeah, like we didn't have uh, just everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had one black kid in our high school. That's pretty much how you. NAACP, if you're listening, we're always looking for sponsors. So um, I never understand the 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 uppercut. That one looked better, but they never look right. Okay, okay. The European uppercut. They actually, I think they mentioned this in this match, maybe, or maybe it's another one of his matches. The reason why the European uppercut came about is because it's a forearm strike. Because obviously, you can't use a closed fist, so it's right. a modified uppercut. Oh, release That's German nice. from Benoit. That's beautiful. Yeah, it just, it does it looks like a non move because it's not functional. But if you hit him in the throat with it, yeah, it if becomes, you hit him, it would be it incredibly functional. functional. Yeah, but it's you're at the wrong angle to do that. 
Well, it's 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 wrestling. <laughs> you got to suspend disbelief a little it's, bit. That's the one move that always bothers me. One thing you do see with Regal that I like, he does a lot of open palm yes, strikes. Absolutely. He, he follows the damn rules. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Double so underhook like, suplex for a two count. A European uppercut bothers you, but like the back rake doesn't. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if any of you guys have girlfriends with nails, but you can draw some fucking blood. But no, guess what? Not really. Hulk Hogan doesn't have freaking Shaniqua nails. I'm sorry. That. You don't know that. You've never. Shaniqua don't work here no more. What's that off of? I don't even know. <laughs> that was a song. I know, but I like, can't remember where. Anyhow, you've never given Hogan a manicure. You don't know. He might sharpen He's, He is legitimately beating... They are beating the absolute fuck out of each other right now. Yeah. Regal's going up top. This will probably go well. Electric chair spot. How did I end up in front of you guys? Yeah, we're at... We seven, are at... Th- 1908 right now. Oh. Uh, yeah, the back Hogan's back rake piss. Oh, diving headbutt. He never and, hit. He never hits it. Yeah, I don't think he's hit it once. That's why he killed his family. Jesus. <laughs> that was oh more headbutting. Kind of shitty, shitty looking headbutting. What are you guys there, at that, now? We are at 1933. Okay. We're at the tombstone spot. Okay. So Benoit's going to reverse a tombstone here. That's impressive. Regal's quite a bit bigger than he is, and he just lifted Ooh. him up easily. He's been tossing him around like nothing, which so is, Reg- a, is a testament to Regal just as much. Yeah, that he can sell for him. Regal hot, smartly rolls out of the ring. This is going to be the finish of the match, kind of an interesting finish. Benoit misses a plancha. I like this finish because it seems realistic. He just launched himself and landed on concrete. I just, I'm going to say this because I forget to say it later. What we just did with Grant, we should probably like three or four times a show do timestamps just to make sure everybody's at the same spot. Not a bad idea. Yeah, you get on that. So, I had to say that I forgot. He misses the plancher, Regal rolls him in the ring and pins him. Hmm. That match was good enough that I expected the show to be over. Like yeah. that—that's good psychology. That still sells that these guys are at that. This is somewhat real. Yeah, because he just launched himself, missed the move, landed on the floor, and all Regal did was roll him in the ring and pin him for the win. The fact that he gets Regal up from this bridge position—that's, I mean, that's some strength. That ref's hairdo—it's like very well manicured in the front, and then just like exploding in the back. Just Benoit hits freaking hard right there, right on his freaking ribs. Yeah. Ouch. So uh, Pillman and Double A are in the ring with Benoit. This promo is going to be basically Pillman's pissed off because Double A and Benoit just lost their matches. So where's Flair, the world champ? I don't know. It's a good I, question. I think he'd be out there. He's, oh, he's wrestling. He's wrestling Hogan later for the title. Uh, Forgot to mention that. He's in the back. He's uh, styling stretching. profile. <laughs> yep. Pillman's pissed. He goes, we're 0-2. What the fuck? And I never wrestle a match for some reason. 
I love this episode already. Like, I love this era of Horseman. I just yep. love it. These three guys right there. I really want. Wow. We, yeah, I'm going to go home and buy those t-shirts. <laughs> Do it. I'll both chip in on my portion. 100%. Like, we need to, like, make sure we just put them on underneath our, like, white, you know, portion of yeah. our tracks. Actually, um, that's probably going to happen. <laughs> okay. I don't know what we'll do with that situation. I don't know. Just just, c- just to have one. Jesus. Yeah. So. <laughs> Everyone on your wedding party would appreciate it, but Casey probably. Yeah. Well... Sorry, I was eating a pork chop. We can hear that. Who's a what? He's eating a pork chop. Oh. This uh, this episode of Late to the Nitro Party brought you by the Pork Council, the pork other producers. white meat. So Double A kind of plays Big Brother here, tells Pillman, "Hey, slow your roll here, buddy. You're too big for your britches." That was a Blue Apron pork chop. That ain't how you do it. <laughs> yeah, guys, giving a backwards four horseman symbol. Guy kind of looks like Jared Fogle from <laughs> from Child Molester slash Subway fame. He did it with AIDS. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, Dungeon of Doom. Haven't seen them for a while. Good. Ed Leslie's oh. there. Yes, no. Yes, no. <laughs> this is the most comical fucking thing I've ever seen. Just Ed Leslie jaggling. If you sped this up and played Yakety Sax. <laughs> yep. So, two months ago, the giant was unstoppable. No army could, you know, well, penetrate him. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's holding people back. Yeah, now he's the, from voice, of, the, now he's the voice of reason. Yeah. What's our, <laughs> what's our time stamp? Time stamp 2426. We got Riggs and Bagwell on the screen. We got Anderson and Pillman. We got Saved by the Bell in the background. Yes. Cobra. <laughs> I still like WCW Saturday Night. God damn it. I wish they, I, I've said it before on this. I wish they'd get those on the they network. They will eventually. Just you, so I can watch them. Here's another good thing about Saturday Night. It was flanked by reruns of Seinfeld and the Atlanta Braves. Yep, Braves baseball. Nitro was always uh, preceded by ER back in like the late nice. 80s. I always remember seeing George Clooney than the ER. You okay. Know, but it's so Nitro. if you flipped over, it was movies for guys who like movies. There you go. Nice. This match is going to be Sting and Luger against these guys, these super assassins. Oh, Do yeah. we know who they are? Is that Bill Eady? Is that one of Bill them? Bill Eady is Axe from Demolition. I know that. So, no. <laughs> Grant, Wasn't he you, an assassin at one point or something? He maybe was, but he's not these guys. Grant, do you have a have a guess? I I know, I know, but I can't think of it. Get, let, just let me think about this. Okay, I, we'll let, just watch him a little bit. Watch Mark. See if you can see if you can think. Work, I won't work, give it work, away. Work, work. I'm sure people are in the comments going, "Hey, you dumb shits! It's these guys." Yeah, well, fuck them. We have houses and lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I own a house, goddammit. It's easy to be a tough guy. Know it all from your mom's basement. 
Sorry. Most of Bobby Heenan is testifying to Lex Luger's hardness. Hardness. <laughs> Super Assassin. Super Assassin's being managed by Colonel Robert Parker, uh-huh. soon to be married to uh, Sensational Sherry, or Sister Sherry. Kayfabe, right? Or for yes, real life. Okay. entirely kayfabe. Right, just making sure. The only other time I've seen Colonel Robert uh, Parker was when he was, when Jeff Jarrett made his debut in WWF, when he was like the country singer. Uh-huh. He was sort of his... Uh, MC it was Tennessee Lee. Yes, that was true. Colonel Robert yeah, Parker. That. Sting has been wearing a lot of black and orange lately. He's kind of on that color scheme mm-hmm. the last few weeks. Powers of fucking pain. Thank you. Good job, Grant. God, Holy that shit. is that is Warlord and Barbarian. The powers of pain. One of the really great tag teams of the late eighties. And they are in masks, and they are the super assassins right here. Very good. I'm impressed. Did you look I, that up? Because I had no, to look I, it up. I, I didn't have fucking. I genuinely it. didn't look it up. I knew it was going to be a tag team, and you could just kind of tell by the way they were standing there. So let's cut into this match to have Craig Pittman angle bullshit. Now he's asking Mongo to manage him, who's not even a manager. He's a football-playing announcer guy. He's getting desperate. So he's asked Heenan, he's asked Jimmy Hart, and now he's asking Mongo. Like, where did this angle even come from? Like, what? I don't get it. There's no point to it. Yep. You know what? The Warlord has one of the best looks in wrestling, in my opinion. Like, when he was in his feud with Davey Boy Smith, I honestly think he should have got a program with Hogan. Yeah. Because he's fucking massive. I feel like he was, like, super machine or something like that. Maybe. That's... Am I? That's he was axed from demolition, right? That's right. Billy. Yeah, that's okay, Billy. I, I'm making sure I was thinking right there. Glad we got a double screen for this. Yeah, no, no shit. Kidding. It's like really, we needed to split screen for this fucking bullshit. So the Starcade uh, schmoz with Sting and Luger did that result in uh, continued tensions? Didn't something happen? That, we'll like, see. Okay, but yes. <laughs> The Warlord at this time held the record for the quickest Royal Rumble uh, elimination. What year? At, uh, 90, 90 or 91. He was eliminated and he gets in, gets clotheslined out by Hogan. I think. Maybe it was Bushwhacker Luke might have broke it. At this, I don't know. Then Santino Morella broke it. Was it Gilberg in a Royal Rumble? Oh, I'm sure he was. <laughs> Yeah, he had to have been. We get a gut-wrench sort of uh, backbreaker. This was uh, this was uh, Jesse the Body Ventura's old finisher. Oh, yeah. This sort of shoulder backbreaker type move. Sort of a modified torture rack, honestly. I kind of want some fried chicken. And why is that? Because he looks like Colonel. Uh, oh, Sanders. the Colonel. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 
probably one of the best two one of the best Haas versus Haas matches. I think it's at a I don't know if it's a WrestleMania or what pay per view match it is, but Davy Boy Smith and the Warlord wrestle like a freaking awesome technical match, and they're both these two Roydy Magoo freaks, mm -hmm. and it's it's honestly strange strange to watch. Hmm. So they're trying to play up that Luger... Oh, Luger's not trying that hard to make a tag. He doesn't really... He's not really Sting's friend. Silliness. Just reach your damn arm out. There we... Oh, ref didn't see it. Damn it, Nick Patrick. <laughs> Luger is going apeshit. Luger can't even outpower Nick Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, just throw him around, Luger. This is a cool spot here. I guess this is their finisher, sort of an assisted suplex. Yeah. So Luger kind of helps here. They got him covered, one, two, three, but the ref's not there to make the count. So they had Sting beat there. Yeah. So the Barbarian would, uh, what was his tag team with Ming here coming up? They were tag champs. Me and the Barbarian. I thought they were called something, though. No, I don't think. It Faces of Fear? Maybe. I just always thought they were just minging the okay. Barbarian. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. that could be it. I bet you he misses. We don't see a very high percentage on top rope moves on this show. No, we don't. Jimmy Hartle managed the janitor. <laughs> You're right, Clay. The faces of fear. Good call. I don't know why I remember that, but... Hot tag to Luger. I don't know which one is Super Assassin 1 and Super Assassin 2, because I remember at World War 3 they were announced like that, but I don't know which one's which. It's kind of convoluted. It's... Um... Oh, torture rack. I think it's like the uh, Rod and Todd. They don't really know who does whose voice, <laughs> which one's which. So he's got the barbarian in the torture rack, and that's all she wrote. Oh, Sting's got to slap on the yep. scorpion deathlock on the warlord. Double submission win. <laughs> Damn. Luker's fucking face. <laughs> Just gassed himself out. Damn, crowd popped for that shit. Two finishers at the same time, goddammit. And they love it. Jeez. Yeah, they're over. One thing uh, they're going to hawk here in a second is um, we will have to maybe go over this card. On January 23rd, 96, we have a Clash of the Champions from oh. Caesar's Palace on yeah. TBS. Those are on the network, yeah. Yep. Coming up in a couple weeks. It's one of the last ones. There aren't very many. Yeah, they kind of quit. That. They go into like '97. Do think. they? Yeah. They're yeah. on for a couple more years. They do like two or three a yeah. year. I mean, they're well into NWO era. I mean, oh uh, yeah, that's right. You're right. So. 
So we're still doing the son of Andre shit. Uh, the I giant with Jimmy that. Hart. Um, ooh, we get a recap of the shitty Hogan chair shots from a couple weeks ago. Old uh, Big Show has some pretty hellacious uh, hair there. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I wish promo cutting was like a way to settle disputes. <laughs> like you go to civil court, somebody didn't pay you for a job you did, and you it's like you promo. just okay, cut a promo on each other. <laughs> Whichever one I like better gets their money. I like it. In this in this promo, friggin' the giant calls Hulk Hogan Hulk Horton. <laughs> 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 fucking Hogan just shitty shitty chair shots from Hogan <laughs> it's like I didn't understand a word of that what do you have with your pork chop Grant I don't know how is that possible? Because it came from Blue Apron, so it's some sort of fancy thing. Uh-huh. Oh, Blue! I've, Stacy's thought about getting that. Is that is that shit any good? Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's uh, the the girlfriend gets it, and occasionally they're like, "Hey, send free shit to a friend." So I get it. Is that the stuff they sell on uh, QVC? No, no. It, it's kind of like they send you like a whole meal, like a thing. To, it, you make it yourself, but it's just it's like it's all the ingredients portioned out. You just cut them up and cook them. Mm-hmm. Uh. So no, we go Clash, it's Clash of the Champions on TBS. It's neat because you get, like, exotic shit. Like hmm. this pork chop with some sort of fig compote and this rice-type shit. Huh. Hmm. Blue Apron. There's a good sponsor. They sponsor a lot of podcasts. <laughs> I, no, I first heard, uh, I think Rogan was the first one I ever heard. Um, I the think... Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, and then I think they're a sponsor of either Austin or, or JR's. No hmm. shit. Well, let's get them. Send us some free bullshit. I will say, by the way, speaking of those two, they're hilarious when they do when they do sponsor shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're awesome. Jr. is like Jr. is like Burger King, and then he has Terry Funk and <laughs> Stu Hart fighting over a croissant. <laughs> Jr. you egg sucking dog, I ordered a croissant. So you forgot to mention. Okay, Flair's champ here. Flair's got a bandage on his head. You forgot to mention that Flair got busted open at Starcade. He oh, gets yeah. busted open at every Starcade, but they don't give that shit away on free TV. <laughs> to see Flair bleed, you got to buy the pay per view. <laughs> I will come through there, and me and my brother Dory will put two spinning toe holds on you. <laughs> hey there, uh, Bruce. I didn't know you were some kind of a prevert there. Uh, some kind of a horror. <laughs> One time my dad... Hey, oh, she, hey we 90s women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, She's it's that She's that special kind of 90s hot. Oh, yeah, like Courtney Applegate. Or Christina, <laughs> Christina Applegate. Applegate. Christina Applegate. Yeah, actually, yes. That was probably her twin for yeah. Married with Children. 
So fucking Hogan's back. <laughs> He's off suspension. Damn it. Courtney Applegate would be like the like weird Courtney science Cox. version of like yeah. a 90s hot chick. Like, like Who's the chick Cox, from Weird Christina Science? Um, I can't remember. She dated name. Steven Seagal for a time. I don't know. Uh, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Brock? LeBrock? Right, Kelly LeBrock. Yes, very good. Fucking Blair. She's also Kick a woman in, in red. Yes, she gets naked in that. She does, along with Willy Wonka. <laughs> Though Flair's sporting the red and yellow. I saw, yeah, Flair has red and yellow boots and knee pads on. I wonder if that's a rib. <laughs> so, Flair and Hogan for the world title. Fuck, main event already. This is going to get some time. Well, we'll only, see or it'll, or it'll, we'll only see this exact match 20 more times. Or it'll get a little bit of time, and then there'll be a 10-minute promo to end the show. True. Hogan got the fuck booed out of him when he came out. That would even pay attention. Yeah, to that, yeah, he he got booed to shit. We we're probably talking over it. What? Yeah, dude, I just the crowd. No. I just can't just stop. Four horsemen, big dick everything. So how was uh, how was Flair's blade job at the pay per view? I never got to see it. Good, it was on point. Just pretty the pretty standard in the business. Pretty standard crimson mask always, type stuff. It's always better when your hair's white. Mm-hmm. Yep, shows him, up good. When when him and uh, and and Rhodes would do it, man, it would always just oh yeah, nasty. Man, I just had a really inappropriate joke that I can't even tell. Ah, come well, on. save it for later. I will. I wonder if if Flair's Hogan or rib <laughs> Hoganing rib ribbing <laughs> Hogan. Hoganing is a good word for ribbing. <laughs> I mean, I think it's safe to say that Ric Flair knows that Hogan's colors are red and yellow. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I'm going to wear these I'd boots I'd say there's tonight. some thought put in That's that. funny. I, li- I like at least Hogan is selling his chops for once, because usually no sells Flair's, those. That's because Flair's throwing hard. No, that was that was yeah. a, he legitimately like he flopped, but he used it as a trip see, maneuver. Yeah. At first, you're like, "What the fuck's yeah. he doing?" No, that was slick. Up oh, now, he's no selling. Wondered when that was going to happen. Oh, Hogan, you're an awful, awful person. <laughs> and Yeah. <laughs> Elbow him. Don't do it, Rick. <laughs> Don't do it. It never works. There's some pay-per-view that Heenan is announcing that he goes into that. He's like, don't do it, yeah. Rick. It hasn't worked since 1977. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Rick takes his own bump over the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's, it's New Year's Eve. I'm like, why do people have noisemakers? That would make sense. I poke. Have Atlanta's finest there, keeping all the ruffians <laughs> back from the... From the talent. Hogan doesn't go into the barricade very hard. No. 
didn't really want to take that one. Mongo. Low blow. Non-move. Irish whip. Flare spot. Clothesline. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can call this shit before it right. happens. And that's... I mean, everyone knows that. That's it's almost part of the charm of Ric Flair's matches. It's like going to a concert and, you know, your band doesn't like, play their hits. That's yeah. If he didn't do that, no it wouldn't shit. be a Flair match. You gotta got do a Flair flop, do a whirly gig over the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'll be interesting when we get there. I feel like, was it Uncensored Zach, their match? The Steel Cage? Him and Hogan were where he went back to where we were starting to go back to Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. Yeah, that's or 90 or 2000. I felt yeah. at the time like that was a good match. It'll be interesting to watch. I don't think it was. <laughs> I, it might have been 99. I think it was Uncensored 99. Uncensored 99. I remember yeah. watching that somewhere. I think we bought it. Well, I know I've watched it at Grand Is South. that the yeah. Razor Wire yeah, Cage razor, match? Yeah, Razor Wire Cage. Because I remember marking the... out to Pat well, they, for no reason because he, he was there. He pulls, he, Flair pulls part of the wire down. Yeah. yeah, and Flair's just bleeding like yeah. a stuck pig. But yeah, Hulk Hulk's up, and I lost. No, it. we we bought it because we thought Hogan was going to turn all the way. Yeah, one that I've never watched, and I I think we ought to review it is Bash of the Beach 2000, where uh, Jeff Jarrett one. Jeff Jarrett lays down for him, and Russo basically just fucks the whole deal up. Figure four from Flair. Hogan's in trouble. Hogan's selling it. Hold on, listen. <laughs> Hulkamania's dead, everybody. He has it. been trying to rid You heard Hulk. it here first. It's dead. I love that. Hulkamania's dead because Ric Flair <laughs> has him in a move that 80% of the people don't submit to. Like, Keenan is the ultimate adversary of Hulkamania. Yeah. Since but he's, day one. But I've mentioned this before, but Bash of the Age 96 is like, I've been telling you guys for <laughs> 10 years he's no yeah. good. Yeah. Heenan was right all along. Yep. I love that. Hulkamania is dead. It's weird to think when he said that 10 years ago it was 1986. Like, Hulkamania had only been a thing for like two years. Yep. Hell, Hulkamania started in AWA. Well, technically, Hulkamania was. 84 when he beat the Iron Sheik. Yeah. But. Oh, I sense a no-sell coming up. Since yeah. since Flair has a submission finisher, he's got to do some sort of high-impact move for Hogan to no-sell. <laughs> I love how Hogan, Hogan does the uh. seizure. Like, he's literally in a seizure, <laughs> and he goes, and he's fine in one second. I bet, you, I bet you he puts his hands under him immediately. Big kick out, and he's fine. He's got huge, God. He's got huge adrenal glands. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a problem. It's such bullshit. Swamp Flair to just fucking potato him. Do it, Flair. You got plenty of money. You don't have to work. Get fired. <laughs> potato him. The plump woman is the only one marking out She's for like, oh my God. <laughs> Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. God damn it. Don't. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you watch it and you know what's going to happen, but you just for some reason hope that something. Di- so he, <laughs> 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 yes, he goes the wrong way 
for the leg drop. Oops. Hell yeah. Fuck him up, Arn. He's not going to sit you down. Oh, wait. I remember this now. This will piss you off. Bam! And up. <laughs> God damn it. Damn. So he can just absorb a shot to the face. She with, is going to cry. With brass knuckles. There. So oh. Hogan fuck. Hogan fucks himself here. Yep. He's in a match for the world title, and he gets Flair DQ'd because he finds the Nux. Good so job. that was stupid, Hogan. Match is over. You're committing assault. Mm-hmm. Notice how Benoit refuses to kneel to Hogan. He's the only one that's like not selling. Now we have this is the biggest <laughs> this is the biggest schmoz we've had so far. Oh, they should have let him hit him with the stool. The um, Giants got a stool. Savage makes the save. Damn, people are fucking into it. Yeah, they're going crazy. Millhouse's mom dating the gladiator, so Bard hits home. What did, who did Giant just fucking axe handle? Oh, he axe handled a table in half. <laughs> let me let me put on my coat. I'm going home. What is? It's a it's a table with a cloth over. Oh, okay. So s- something here. Um, Ed Leslie slash Zodiac breaks character because he says something He's other than yes, yes or no, no. Yeah. and the and the announcers. Yeah, hurt. He's like, I fucked up. Yep. The announcers actually mention it's like I've never heard that man say more than two words. <laughs> so it's like I gotta get out of here. I just fucked my gimmick up. Mm. Let's go get another one. Yeah, no, well, he will here shortly. Be patient. So there was a lot going on there. They should have let him break the stool over Hogan's head. So Hogan and Savage in the ring with mean Gene Oakland. Mega powers explode. Oh, oh he's so horny. So this promo, basically, Hogan and Savage are going to challenge Flair and Double A for the main event next week. All right. The Mega Powers rejoin. Well, Hogan's an idiot because he got Flair DQ'd and cost himself the title because he had him beat. Crisscross. Isn't that off? Throw him off of the train. Uh, uh, that's um. Uh, I don't think that's it. It's something like that. Yeah. Throw Mama from the train. I love that movie. That's oh, a great movie. Owen. <laughs> the <laughs> night was sultry. So we got some heel tactics here from Hogan. Not really being a uh, clean cut baby face here. Yeah. Who the hell is this? It's his cousin Patty. He doesn't have a cousin, <laughs> You lied to me, Clank. God damn it. They used to show that on Comedy Central in 98 constantly. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, I need to get that, like, on Blu-ray or something. Like, surely the... Co- I don't think I've ever watched it off of Comedy Central. No. Like, I don't... If, if there's, like, stuff that was censored, I've never seen it. I've only seen it on TV. Fucking Hogan keeps interrupting Savage and throwing him off. (laughs) 
this promo goes on entirely too Damn. long. Hogan's got to get his shit in, brother. Is that a gang sign? Do you realize how badly Chris Benoit could hurt you, Hogan? Oh, God. He will stretch you. Yeah, hit Mean Gene. <laughs> just turn, just heel turn six months early. Just waffles Mean Gene. So uh, that's pretty much it. Bischoff's going to shit talk WWF a little bit here, but that's mm -hmm. it. So we are into 1996. Good yeah. shit. Good shit happens. Shit starts getting better. We're f almost five months into the, uh, the series here. To the experiment that is WCW Monday Nitro. So it, the quality does. I could even tell the last couple weeks the quality of the shows have gotten better. Yeah. <laughs> Heenan just not going along with Bischoff. God, they could have had a whole luchador match in the middle of this, yeah. but we got to have these fuckers talk. Could have had a 20-man tag. Yeah, that dog's dead. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't moved. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> please, Master, please. No more. Let me go in peace. So Heenan is, Heenan is implying that DDP gave him his bolo tie. Oh, okay. So uh, we're 1996, so that's all for this week. So um, the next pay-per-view is going to be Super Brawl, and that's usually in February, February. Because they'll have a Clash of the Champions in January. So we won't have a pay-per-view here in a, at least another month and a half. So uh, What are we looking forward to at Super Brawl? What are we... Super Brawl, I want to say, I'd have to look it up. I want to say Flair. Flair Hogan? I want to say Flair maybe wins the title back from somebody. I don't know. It gets confusing. I'd have to do some research on that. So that's all for this week. So anybody got anything to add? Uh, no. Mm, I apologize for the crying. Nah, it's in fine. The background. It, they're totally fine. So, um... Next week, we're going to be looking at January 8th, 1995, and uh, we'll see you then. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Yeah.